The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. the pot of thunder and rock and roll welcome to talk is jericho and thanks to all of you for checking out season two of but i'm chris jericho at but i'm chris we're getting tons of great feedback uh season one was great season two is so much better uh hopefully it means we have to do more episodes for all of you and i know someone who also is a big fan of comedy I'm talking about carrie king from slayer back on talk is jericho talking about some of slayer's favorite comedies to watch on the bus these days you wouldn't expect slayer to be a uh, comedic geniuses right he's also talking about playing music festivals in europe we actually recorded this uh, interview at the download festival over the summer and how he warms up for each gig he's also talking about all the chains and the knee pads he wears on stage his favorite slayer song is to play live why he stopped doing the metal allegiance gigs i know that feeling what games he's addicted to on his phone his favorite stuff to watch on youtube what's up with the new slayer studio album and why he doesn't think there'll ever be another big four gig with metallica slayer anthrax and megadeth and will there not be another big four gig at least not anytime soon there's gonna be a lot more Fozzy gigs, big Foz gigs. Judas Rising 2018 tour has been announced. We kick things off in the United States in New Orleans on February 28th. We've got Through Fire, Santa Cruz, and Dark Sky Choir coming along to rock with us. We're doing over 30 dates on this run. Finally heading up to the West Coast, playing the Whiskey in Vegas, up to Counts Vamped in, uh, sorry, Whiskey in LA, Counts Vamped in Vegas. We're doing the House of Blues in San Diego with Iced Earth. We're all over, man. We're bad. We're nationwide. FozzyRock.com has all the cities dates, venues, and ticket information. And you know we're doing the VIP meet and greet, so get on that before they sell out. Nobody does the VIP pre-show like Fozzie. We give you a whole pre-show mini concert, take requests, play some covers. Uh, we do meet and greets with everybody, take pictures, signings. It's one of the best experiences you have in rock and roll. Get your tickets and your Fozzie VIP, VIP experience packages at FozzieRock.com. And don't forget all you European Fozzie fans. We'll see you with Steel Panther starting January 28th in Paris. Just want to say, before we talk to Carrie, I am in a hotel room in Tokyo uh, just finished doing a, a great angle uh, with Kenny Omega building up Alpha versus Omega January 4th the Tokyo Dome streaming live on New Japan World subscribe to that for $9.99 this is one of the most anticipated matches of the last few years in pro wrestling uh, I attacked him in Fukuoka left him lying in a puddle of his own blood people going nuts about that then the next day uh, we had a press conference in Tokyo and Kenny attacked me just to pull apart a uh, big fight uh, I, it's funny because I yelled at some reporter that was just uh, kind of had a smile on his face. And I was like, what are you laughing at? 
face. I know that's become a big meme, so there you go. Um, but really, really cool stuff. Alpha versus Omega. Uh, the Alpha Club t-shirts are debuting on Hot Topic on Friday. Uh, 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 Alpha versus Omega t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees debuting. This is one of the hottest matches outside of the WWE possibly ever. Uh, and we're very, very excited about it. And it's amazing just Two very simple angles can take things so far. It's like I'm sure Jerry Lawler did these um, type of angles, you know, dozens of times in the 70s. In this day and age, you don't see it too often. So it's very exciting to uh, to be a part of this. I'm really, really happy. My mission was to sell tickets and build up a buzz, and that's what I'm doing, and that's why I'm here, and that's what's happening. So uh, Alpha versus Omega, very excited about that. The whole new reinvention of Chris Jericho, I guess, happening once again, uh, and also providing some very exciting moments for all of you that enjoy everything I do. Uh, I enjoy everything that you guys allow me to do, and I enjoy everything that this guy does. Kerry King from Slayer, returning to talk as Jericho right now. All right, so uh, back, second time. You're a repeat offender. Kerry King is back on Talk as Jericho. Well, f- alumni, man. <laughs> You're an alumni, that's it's gonna right. be called the Kerry King Show pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. It'd be better off if it was. <laughs> but let me say this. So we're here at, at Download, and do you even know how many times you've played Download? Not as many as you'd think. Yeah. Um, our first time wasn't until like 94. Okay. It took us a while to get here. It took us a while to get invited. Now they won't stop bringing us here, <laughs> like here all the time, right? <laughs> so you, um, ne- you never did any of the ones in the 80s when it was uh, Castle no, Donington? No, no. I, I remember seeing that in the magazines because I used to get, you know, Kerrang and, you know, whatever you can get your hands on in America back then. And there yeah. would always be that big ad and this monstrous list <laughs> of bands that are playing. And I'm like, man. It was, it was definitely something I wanted to do back then, and we finally got invited in 94 and, you know, didn't look back. It's funny, though, like when you think about that, because uh, you just mentioned them, we'll get back to download, but what you just said was something that I think kids, quote-unquote, like you would find Kerrang! in a local shop, and anything you could find that had any type of metal involved into it. Was it easy to find, uh, like, a magazine like Kerrang! in, 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 in SoCal? Once you came across it, you know, mm-hmm. they pretty much kept getting it. So, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you where I got mine, but once I found it, I definitely kept going back. And it wasn't even, I don't even think you could get a subscription back then if you were in America. You just had to keep going back to the store <laughs> yeah. and, and buying them when they were new, which was cool because there's nothing like that in the States. Right. And you also did like, when you look in the back, it would say, okay, for subscription, it costs like 36 pounds a year or something. You have no idea how to switch that over. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been to Britain, but you know, it, yeah, it was, it was different then, you know, now we live in a technological age um, and everything's just so different and, and people get their information so much easier and differently than I did when I was a kid. Cause you would get those magazines and they'd be three, four months, you know, behind maybe, yeah. but it was up to up to the moment for us for sure we didn't know yep you know when what year did you first come to england ever i would guess 85 because i know our first time in europe was in 85 and our first show i remember was a heavy sounds festival direct support to ufo <laughs> that was pretty intense for a 20 year old dude <laughs> right <laughs> um so I, I imagine we came to Britain on that same run, but I, I don't remember all the... I know we did. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you where we played. But especially playing the type of music that you played opening for UFO, it must have been a different culture shock type of a deal. For sure, but, you know, festivals, especially in Europe and, you know, in the UK as well, you could be playing with anybody. Mm-hmm. I played with Queen over here. Really? You know, yeah, last year. We, we played right in front of Queen. What, what festival? Like Glastonbury or something? I think it was... Sweden Rock? Oh, wow. 
So I, I think it's almost like it used to be like in the 70s when, when you would see festivals. I mean, you might have even went to some of them. Like you see like the California Jam or something, and it would be Van Halen, Foghat, 38 Special, Aerosmith. You know, uh, I saw most of those bands, but not at that. <laughs> not at that, right? Yeah, I never I never got to go to, to those ones. So I, I think my first festival kind of deal, I think, was Black Sabbath with Dio, obviously. Mm-hmm. Ted Nugent, Scorpion, something like that. No idea what it was called. Yeah, but a little bit, a little bit diverse though, for sure. You know, and, that, and that's kind of what I like about European festivals is you still get a little bit of diversity. Towards- oh, you can for sure. We played a a pop festival last week in Barcelona, and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't even know the band's names. I know um, Beyonce's sister was on right in front of us. Really? And then after us was some DJ stuff, and you know, it's just abstract you know they don't you know fans of everything go to those kinds of festivals and you know it's commonplace but you know it's also commonplace to do just the metal festivals like Mm -hmm. copenhell or hellfest you know those are fun as hell i like that one copenhell (laughs) this is great and hellfest that's a good one too we're doing hellfest this year (laughs) so when you when you when you go on after beyonce's sister i can't remember what her name is Solange. solange right do you see a division or are the solange fans getting into slayer too you know like here, you're not near the stage. Mm-hmm. So whoever's in front of us, I rarely get to see because I'm warming up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't see any anything. But what's the crowd reaction for you, though? Oh, it was Slayer? Nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, when I made up the list and we went there and I realized it wasn't a metal festival, I'm like, all right, I got to tweak a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I don't play as abstract of songs in if we're doing shows like that. You know, you want to at least play something that somebody might have heard. <laughs> gotcha. So more of the hits. Yeah, I mean, they're there anyway, but yeah. um, I think I tweaked a song or two on that one. I was going to say, it's not like you're going out there and playing like your Slayer pop songs. No. <laughs> no, my pop song says, God hates us all. <laughs> <laughs> Angel of death. <laughs> so when you talk about download, and do you have any... Well, first of all, I want to ask you, when you play with Queen, are you the type of guy that, like, I mean, obviously, all of us are the same. We're not going out of our way, but do you run into Brian May, just walking past them? Have you ever? He, had... he wanted to come meet us. Really? Yeah, we all take pictures of Brian May. So he comes and knocks on your door. His his dude. He came out to meet us on our way to the stage because mm. we had to pass their compound. So he came out when we were on the way to the stage, and we all grabbed pics. Is that still something that kind of is cool for you? You know, I wasn't I was wasn't going to, and everybody else did. I'm like, who am I kidding, man? When am I going to see Brian May again? <laughs> right. Um, and then after we played, I went up and watched like half of their set. You know, I had a, a set list in my hand so I can see what was coming up. Mm-hmm. And I got I got like halfway through and then I bailed because you you want to leave before the last band. Well, sure. What did you think uh, with uh, Queen with Adam Lambert? I thought it was it was good. Mm, you know, I agree. Um, the the one thing I missed and and Tom agreed. Um, I'm like, what's missing? And he said the rasp. He doesn't have a raspy voice like Freddie Mercury. Interesting. That's and he point. nailed it. I'm like, that's what I'm missing. You know what I found what I liked about him? Because uh, you're right. There was some, the, the, the high notes are there, obviously. Yeah, but, it was great. And he has that pomp and circumstance to sing like Killer Queen, for example. It works. Oh, Killer Queen was very flamboyant. Yes, with his, he had the day of the chair and he's yeah. all over. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's Freddie Mercury, though, right? Yeah, I think everything about it worked. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what, what, uh, you remember anything cool about Download since we're here today, since playing in 94? I think it was 94 in particular that Kronos was on stage watching us. And that meant a lot to me. Wow. Uh, that's one of my heroes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm actually stunned if he's not here because <laughs> it's not far from where he lives, but I don't know what Venom's Aren't doing. Aren't they Birmingham days. or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
that's cool. Like cause Venom was because when I was a kid, it was always Venom and Slayer. But Venom obviously predated you guys. Was that an influence of the, an early fl- uh, Slayer? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think the Hell Awaits record is probably a cross between Venom and Merciful Fate. Hmm. You know, get mm-hmm. all the reverb like Venom had, and you know, Merciful Fate for that matter. And then we really became ourselves on Raining Blood. Right, right, right. What else? What else were you influenced by when you guys were kind of not when you were starting, but Venom was so outside of the box, different oh, sure. from anything else. They were scary else. as hell, man. Right, it's, it's very scary. Yeah. Did you guys have that that kind of the, the the like the lyrical content at that point, or did Venom influence you to go there? Ah, uh, when I when I was mostly into Venom, I'm I'm guessing that it probably directed me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't tell you what songs we had at that point, but it definitely influenced the Show No Mercy album for sure. Isn't it crazy though when you think back to that time frame, just how outlandish it was? Like, the, the, like how much of a controversy there was about those type of lyrics? Oh yeah, it was brand new. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know, and and it's it's very weird making up records today. And you know, a, a question I'll get from a lot of journalists is, how do you scare people anymore? I'm like, well. You know, it's it may not be with Satan and demons and stuff like that. I mean, you scare people with terrorism and, you know, everyday events. Mm-hmm. You know, it, life's kind of giving you stuff to write about every day these days. Right, 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 right. Does that, that not scare you? But I know a lot of times, like, even when we were coming over here, we just came over a few days ago, where people are like, are you sure you're going to go over there after what just happened in Manchester with Ariana Grande? And it's like you can't let that really influence you. And I don't think people understand how big Europe is. As far as the uh, you know all the different places that you play and all that sort of thing, do you ever think about that sort of stuff when it happens, knowing that you're I on think the road? About it, you yeah, know, but um, like last year, when when um, was it the Eagles of Death Metal? Yes, their show. We were in Paris a week before that, and then something went down in Belgium, and we were in Belgium two days before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's on your mind for sure. But I mean, that can happen anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I think something like this would attract it because it's a big bunch of people you know fifty thousand, whatever i don't even know how many is here i haven't even looked yet mm-hmm. but i mean to me if if i was ever worried about a target it would be something like this because there's an ass load of people here right, right right um but at the end of the day this is my job and you know if you if you shut yourself down you're just doing what they want and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not about that we had that too we, we were in the netherlands when the battle clan happened we played paris the week after and a lot of bands did pick up and leave and we were like you know why? You know what are you gonna do? Let's just if you if you leave and go home, it's almost like like you said they've won. And also too, if if it's happened once, it's probably not gonna happen again in the same place. You yeah. know? Yeah, there's that for sure. There's that. Type of, have you guys ever had any incidents at concerts? I'm sure you must have had some stuff over the years. Not to that extent, obviously. I don't think so. Um, you know, never had to shut a show down. That's pretty unheard of. You really? Know, especially yeah. Especially for us. I, yeah. mean, we, I think we stopped one in London for like 20 minutes because some dude actually broke his leg, but that's self-induced, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. But I remember that one because it's been within the last 10 years, and we just, you know, I'm, I'm behind the amp line when we used to have triple stacks. I was behind the amp line just staying warm, you know, because a 20-minute ah. gap will make me suck real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool that you guys were able to stop the show. Was it like just in the middle of the pit, like, screaming on the ground or something? Or I don't did you see it? it went down. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know. I'm, I'm like, what's happening? Hmm. That's interesting what you just told me. Interesting what you just said. They're going behind the amp and just keeping warm. You're talking about like moving your fingers and just keeping the guitar yeah. neck going. How 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 uh, physically intense is it to do a Slayer gig, especially now at this, at this 
you know, 2017? Yeah, I, historically, I warm up for an hour anymore, maybe an hour and 10, an hour and 15, just so I'm, I'm sure. You know? mm-hmm. um, none of us are getting any younger, so I want to mm-hmm. make sure the fingers are working to the best of their ability. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the neck, for that matter, and the back. Um, Have you had issues with neck and I back? I haven't, you know, but yeah. I've stretched since I was in my 20s. Mm. And I think that's probably as much responsible for my longevity as anything you know i i, I did stretch my well as soon as i started realizing when you go on tour and your neck hurt after your first show that's when i'm like i should prepare for this yeah and i did you know and you being athletic and you know you gotta stretch all that shit you know and be prepared i think another thing that people don't think about especially for guitar plays you also got a you know a 20 pound piece of wood around your neck as well pounds of chains <laughs> yeah, the chains of course too <laughs> you're not giving up on those chains more, more stupid shit to add on <laughs> it's like why did you do the chains yeah there's none more metal man <laughs> and <I> none more <laughs> <laughs> but that, all that stuff kind of adds up when you're out there you know physically intense headbanging thrashing you know, I think that people might not even realize that part of the, the extent of your physicality. I think a lot of people think the chains are fake. And it, it's funny because sometimes, you know, I'll take them off and I'll just drop them. And it's loud as hell. And people say, <laughs> I thought those were fake. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> There's nothing fake about these guys. <laughs> and where do you wear them? As, as straps? No, just around, like just a, as hanging. Like a, like a, it's like a... Like a chain wallet, but a, without a wallet and a giant it's like chain. A, it's like a cat of nine tails, but it's just chain. That must hit you too sometimes in the, in the knee. Or I, wear a knee I wear a knee pad on this knee. Gotcha. Otherwise, I'd have broken kneecap. Yeah, those things come swinging around at you. Yeah. It's funny too because, you know, you could just wear fake chains and no one would ever know. Like I remember they had on WWE they had Mark Henry bending frying pans, <laughs> and it's real because he's that strong. But everyone yeah, thought a big dude. Everyone thought they were fake frying pans and i was like why don't you just use fake frying pans everyone thinks they're fake anyways well because you have to use the real ones but that's like one of those things like with the chains you could fake and no one ever know the difference Mm -hmm. you know i keep threatening to bring the nails back too but those on the on the on the arms yeah how do you get those like if you're traveling how did you get those through customs if i brought it on my own it would be in in my suitcase Mm -hmm. of course they're going to get in it yeah um or it would be in a wardrobe case which i don't know if they would get in or not they might but like on this run, this European run, we don't have wardrobe case or anything, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of light. But just wear what you got, right? But playing, we always open with something hard to play. So, you know, having that on, it's just detrimental. Well, and opening with a hard song is hard too, because like you said, you got to come out right out of the gate. Oh yeah. Like if you're, what are you opening with? Like World Painted Blood or Repentless? Repentless. I mean, yeah, you're just coming straight out. Yeah, we always do that. You know, that's that's part of the agony of being in Slayers. you got to come out guns blazing. Yeah, beauty is pain, right? Yeah. Heavy is and, pain. And usually, I mean, not today, but we do five songs without stopping. Mm. That's become kind of our MO. Ramon but, style. But on this one, download, I think we're doing four just because your set's condensed. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there certain songs in the set that are harder for you to play that you like think, okay, here we go? You know, a one that's historically tough is world painted blood hmm. just because the broken rhythm and the preciseness of it yeah we opened with that one that one that one would burn your forearm a little bit <laughs> with your right hand too yep who else do you respect uh, as far as a right hand player there's tons of them mm-hmm. i mean james for that matter james yeah. is a badass rhythm player he really is um you know anybody in this kind of music really mm-hmm. you know dave mustaine's a great player kirk's a great player if you're in a thrash Gary's- band a monster right yeah it's funny he um 
we did the that Metal Allegiance gig in. Um, he was talking about another one coming up. Yeah, they're doing someone. I'm in. like, you're still doing those things? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! The best part of all, you'll appreciate this. So, like, there's like five players or whatever, and you you, you kind of cycle in and out. Uh, some guys play some songs. You know, Alex Skolnick is there, and Gary played, and Marty Freeman played, and you know Charlie's playing guitar, and uh, and uh, um, Phil from Machine Head, Phil Demmel. Yeah, yeah, Demmel's doing the next one, dude. He, I mean, he he was like the best guy. He kept it kind of all cemented in. But the one song that used that, to be my job. That your I, job. I quit. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, you did, used to I do think, that too, right? I think I did. Well, it was Metal Masters. And I think yeah. I did two, three, four, and five. I think I did. And you just have to. And I brought Gary in uh-huh. on the last one, and then he stayed. And I'm like, I'm bailing on this sinking ship, man. <laughs> the, the amount of time I put into that for what I was getting paid for it, I'm right? Like, it's well, ain't worth my time. And dude. basically, you're playing covers is what is what the idea behind it is. Well, basically, yeah. When we did it, it was mostly. We were playing Slayer, Pantera, and... Um, You'd play, like, one song from everybody's band or no, something. No, dude, we did, like, four Slayer. Oh, okay. Because it was me and Phil coming together. That was the whole deal. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, so we did a bunch of Slayer, a bunch of Pantera, and maybe a couple others. Mm-hmm. That's That was the thing. And, and, you know, people come in, they're just not prepared. And I'm like, I ain't got time for this. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I don't, I don't approach things with that lackluster, that lackadaisical style, you know? It's... I want it to be just like the band played it. Well, look, because look who's on stage. You guys are on stage. All of us are on stage. It has to be very good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was interesting because I think there's a lot of guys that think, oh, yeah, I know those songs. And then yeah, you show up but, and realize, I don't know these songs. Yeah. I mean, I think the last one we played, Killers. It's like, how do you not know Killers? <laughs> you know? And then that it just got a bad taste in my mouth. And I got tired because if they suck, you suck. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a chain, right? And what? I didn't. I don't appreciate sucking. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that I was going to say, the one that everybody showed up and wanted to play on was Riff Raff. There was like five guitar players on that stage. That's funny. But having said that, you know, it's like, dude. I mean, this is not an easy song to play. Like Riff yeah. Raff, there's a certain vibe. And it, you know, the funny thing, I've never played it, but I know it's uh, there's there's riffs in that song. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I would have to put my time in to learn that one, but I would have it down if I went and was supposed to do it. If you're going to go on stage, yep. absolutely, absolutely. So, so speaking of, of that and having the lineup now, you have, you have your your new lineup for two three years now. How long did it take to get locked in? Was it very short? Did it take a while to get to know everybody? Well, Paul was with us yeah ten years prior, so mm-hmm. that was nothing. Gary, Gary's like having another me on stage right. Yeah. I don't even worry about him. Really? I don't even have him in my monitors. Really? Yeah, it's just me and Paul. Do you ever do? You don't do any harmony playing really in Slayer, do you? We do. We don't. We're not doing any double leads right now. I guess you know, there's, like, there's like there's like blood too yeah um yeah but you know I I don't need that when we did when we were doing um a song called Snuff for a while there's double leads in it and mm-hmm. I would have a wall on his side and I'd go on his side so we can just, just to hear him from just, over there so we can just both shred together you know yeah 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 you know, fans like that shit oh for sure <clears throat> do you do you think too like um it's interesting to me because you talk about we mentioned ACDC and you talk about bands that have had a certain style and a certain vibe, and you guys do what you do is ACDC and Slayer. I always use those two as examples in a positive way. What is it about Slayer, like about that style? Like people just love Slayer, and the power on stage is 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 unlike any other band from what I've seen. You know, we just we we made our own path, you know, mm-hmm. and just stuck with it. Funny the the girl doing I was doing a video right download over, of that Slayer, yeah, right over there and. And she said, you know, something about an ACDC reference. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've said it a million times. I think we're the thrash metal ACDC, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's a good thing because 
I never understood when people like bands, but they say, yeah, but they don't change. I'm like, I don't like a band because they change. I like the band because they sound like what I like about them. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Judas Priest because they sound like Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody sounds like Rob Halford. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and that's important to me, Maiden. You know, it's Bruce, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Of course, the, the the music, but you know, I think I think a lot of bands become mega bands because they have the unique singer who sounds like no one else. You know, mm-hmm. look that's at right. Axl Rose. Right, right, right. You know, Guns N' Roses is one of the biggest bands on the planet because of Axl Rose and great songs, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my point was. I like ACDC because they sound like that, and they made the same record for 40 years. You know, yeah. we've made the same record for 35. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, but that's why people like us. You know, I don't mm. want to be. I don't want to be something else. I this is the music I want to play, and luckily, people give a shit about it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What do you listen to if you're if you like, if you like, okay, I'm sick of heavy metal for right now? Are you ever sick of heavy metal? Not really. Yeah, never? Not really, but I mean, I, I call rainbow metal. Mm-hmm. It, it is, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I go through phases. I, I'm going through a gigantic Richie Blackmore phase right now for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know. But I found, you know, when I'm in my room, after, see, we got a day off after night. Me and my tour manager go out. He's my date usually. <laughs> and, um, you know, I don't want to put on Netflix and watch something. I'm going to forget and have to watch it again. <laughs> so I hit YouTube and start watching videos. That's what I do. Um, I found a kick-ass Deep Purple Live 74 burn. You can tell it's like Coverdale's just fresh in the band. Yeah. It, it's awesome, dude. Awesome. Just from the... from the. There's nothing better than seeing a band at their, at their peak when they're younger, too, right? Yeah, it was rad. Did you ever see that Purple 74 California Jam? Where Black that's Wolf, it. That's the one. That's it. Because that, I found it online under a different name, and it says Cal Jam. I'm like, I didn't even know that's what that was. Yeah, and then they, they, Blackmore flips out and smashes up the guitar. I didn't see that part. Okay. Because I only saw that one song. <laughs> he, like, he, uh, the cameraman's in his face, and he eventually just takes the neck of his guitar and like shoves it into the camera. Then like he smashes up his guitar. Then the amps start on fire. Then he's holding the guitar over the edge. He throws that one off. He's playing whammy with his foot. Kicks that one off. You got to check it out. It's like one of the best oh, freakouts of all time. How did I not seen that one? <laughs> I come across some rad stuff. Like what else did you check out? Because there's a, there's a wormhole there where you can t- type in anything you want and you'll find like oh, a dude, dozen. I'll, I'll be I'll be watching videos for three hours with my cocktail, my little <laughs> computer. I'm like oh, what am I going to watch next? I just, yeah. I just also went through a, a big heart kick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's some. I want to go see heart because. She still belts it out like nobody. She's she. Uh, I said this before. She might be one of the best live singers I've ever seen. Awesome to this day. Awesome, yeah. I, oh. And I always, you know, that every time I hit YouTube, that's still on. Watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've seen that a lot more recently than I care to admit. But you know, it, it's just <laughs> even eighties awesome. hard. It's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff is great. Her voice is so good in that too. The so, range dude, is there. I, Always been one of my favorite singers. Yeah, absolutely for sure. What do you if you do watch Netflix? What do you check out? Do you watch horror movies that people would think Gary King would watch, or um, rom- romantic comedies, or what else do you into? I'd say just comedy comedies. Yeah, like would you? Would you what's your favorite comedy? Probably Hot Tub Time Machine too. <laughs> Dude, it's a staple on our bus. 
We already first trip on this tour. We watched that. Hot Tub Time Machine yeah, two. Like the, the the next day we watched Spy. That's what, like that's like the perfect movie. What's Spy? I don't know if With I've seen that. Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Melissa McCarthy, yeah. right. So you're digging those type of ones. But Hot Tub Time Machine two is was terrible from what I remember. It's awesome. Better than one. Oh, for sure. Isn't that where he goes like like he goes on a game show and gets up the ass yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> Nick Weber, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 we can. I can sit and quote that movie. You don't, you don't know it like me, but we can sit here and have banter about it. <laughs> about Hot Tub Time Machine too. Hot Tub just Time because of all the times you've watched on the bus. Oh yeah, there are certain staples on the bus. Yeah, it used to be. I mean, I don't know. Probably in the nineties, those Full Metal Jacket was one. I was just gonna say that when we were in Japan, Full Metal Jacket. I must have watched that fifty times. Yeah, that movie's great. It was the go-to. That one and. I think in that era, it would have been that one, Devil's Advocate, and Seven. Oh, Seven. So great, right? But now, it's, you know, we get goofy and just watch funny shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not as evil anymore, Oh, right? we are. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it, it depends on, I don't know, depends on what you're feeling when you get on the bus, I guess. I think, too, uh, like, I love watching those kind of dipsy-doodle comedies because it takes your, it's, it's like eating a, like a, a Twinkie. It just fills you up, and it's nothing serious, and it's not going to be with you the next day. It's kind of cool just to, to check it out and just leave it. There's a movie that came out since I left, that, and this will just tell you the whole thing. Captain Underpants. I got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> the movie Carrie King needs to see. Captain Underpants. <laughs> I just saw the other and day. Mummy just came out, I think. Yeah, that looks good, though. Yeah, I want to check that out. You know, I think that what they're doing with that is, are you a horror movie guy? Oh, for sure. So they're doing that now to open up the whole uh, 1940s Universal monsters. <laughs> Mummy, Dracula, Wolfman, Invisible Man, that sort of thing. I think they're trying to kind of start that franchise going. I heard Wonder Woman's badass, too. That came out. Yeah, I've never been a guy into, like... Uh, superhero movies per se? I wasn't, I wasn't giant. I wasn't really interested in seeing that movie, but my wife saw it and she said it's badass. And hmm. I trust her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, I, I, cause I get burned a couple times, but like, you know, like the Batman versus Superman, did you see that? I hated that movie. Dude, it drove me nuts because I was super excited about it. Yeah. You I, know? I, it's difficult. I don't like Ben Affleck as, super, as Batman. Okay. Who's your favorite Batman? That Superman, I think, is badass. Whatever is that Henry Cahill? Is. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I think, think I think, I think so. that's him. Favorite Batman had Christian Bale, man. Oh yeah, I was gonna say this is this is uh, the, like Christian Bale, but, but Adam West was always my guy. He just died. I man. know. What a bummer. I was super bummed out. Like to me, I even posted like that's the only Batman that mattered because you know I love Batman. I love Christian Bale. I love Michael Keaton too. But like when I was a kid and yeah. Batman was the guy, it was it was Adam West, right? Yeah, but then yeah. it was Mayor West. Mayor West, yeah. <laughs> from the mayor of Quahog. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Family Guy will miss him. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You like Family Guy too? Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When you come over to I got Family Guy games on my phone, <laughs> on your iPhone. <laughs> yep. I never seen them. What are they? There's do? one that's like they did their version of the Candy Crush. <laughs> I think it's called another freaking mobile game. <laughs> yeah. I saw that when we went to South America. We just finally started touring like a month ago this year. And, you know, then you're on your phone all day. Because you're not <laughs> with your wife and your friends. You're just, mm -hmm. you know, occupying your time. And I found that. And I went, oh, got to get that. It's Family Guy. I don't care if it's good or not, you know. <laughs> King's, King's world of just playing the Family Guy oh, games. Oh, dude, and on that run, that South American run, I think my tour manager got it. But he got Galaga Wars. Like it's the old just like Galaga, man. Oh, that's a good one, so man. So we all got it. Me, me, Gary, Paul, and him. 
and you know it's a big. Can you deal. play against each other or not together? Okay, not together, but um, you know it was always you know who got the best score that day and who got who who was in the lead. I uh, uh, I guess about a year ago I went and bought one of those stand up uh, coin operated machines, mm-hmm. faded games, but it's got like eighty games on it. I know what you mean. A freaking Galaga, man! It's still the best one. Yeah, the one on the phone, dude. It's awesome. Really, I have to check it out. Same, same thing. But it's, it's, I'm bad enough as it is on the phone. I'm always on the fuck. Are you? Not, you're not. A, you're not a social media guy. Not at all. You don't have any social None. media. And why is that? If you don't know how to get a hold of me, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I don't need to reminisce with somebody I went to school with and haven't <laughs> talked to in 30 years. You guys are. But what about like what about like for Twitter like letting people know what you're doing? Or... They don't need to know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <You> know? <laughs> That's great. I always felt that. You know, yeah. I don't I don't condemn people for doing it at all. You mm. know, it's just you don't need to know what the f- I'm doing. I'm doing it here with my friends, and that does not include you. Yeah, yeah. I love that attitude though, because like 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 Van Halen, no social media. ACDC, no social media. Even like like Shadows from Avenge, no social media. And that's a like that's a good way to be because everyone's so connected to it and so into it. Yeah, look at the f- president, dude. What do you, what do you, let's stop there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to discuss that. But shit. But let me just say this. Let me say this, which is my favorite thing. I was howling over Trump versus Schwarzenegger arguing on Twitter. Yeah. Like, why does one care what the other one think? I totally agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I was just watching them just, like, argue with each other. And it's like, dude, you're the president, man. Like, whether you like Trump or not, it's like, don't be tweeting at 6 in the morning. Dude, the best thing I thought, that now you brought that up, was when Schwarzenegger did that video. And he said, why don't we switch jobs so everybody can sleep better at night? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you, you're a California guy. How did Schwarzenegger do when he was the governor there? I was, I was very little into politics mm-hmm. until this fiasco happened recently. So this brought you into it. Oh yeah, I know, I know all the names, <laughs> I know all the players, um, because it shit's scary, and it's I have to pay attention now. Well, not to get into spe- into specifics, but why was that? Because it was Trump, just a random guy, or to me, you know, I'm I'm not going to go out and tell anybody, hey, vote for this. I mean, sure, I, sure. I, I said it in Rolling Stone. I said who I thought the only true candidate was. Um, but I'm not. I'm not Who's here. That? To, Hillary. Okay. Because it's a diplomat. It's somebody mm-hmm. that's got diplomacy skills. Mm-hmm. Somebody that knows how to to, to talk to world leaders. Mm-hmm. This douchebag doesn't even shake the the head of Germany's hand because it's a woman. Mm-hmm. What, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. You know, he's got no diplomatic skills. He's really just a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> You know what this tells me, though, Carrie, is, is I think uh, I think that the, what's going to happen now is you're going to see the era of celebrity presidents. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's how you know. What to I mean? me, that's the only reason he won because he was a, a, a face from TV, mm-hmm. and that that really goes well with Middle America, with no previous political experience. Nothing. And, and that that kind of it reminds me of like uh, I think it was '92 was the first year of the Olympics where instead of having like the best amateur basketball players, for example, it was all the pros mm-hmm. and then hockey. And, and 94. we destroyed everybody. Well, that's what <laughs> I mean. Right. So it just, it just went right to just, it's just professional teams, basically professional mm-hmm. all-star. Yeah. Uh, all-stars. I, I think it's the same thing. What's going to happen now with American politics, where I think you will see, for example, the rock run for president at some point. It might even actually win. 
That's what he said on Saturday Night Live. I saw. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch Saturday Night Live now because they parody the White House so awesomely. It's good. Alec, Alec Baldwin is so good. You know what I mean? And Melissa doing. doing oh, she's Spicer. Spicer. Yes, yes, yes. So, but it's, it's here's something that a lot of people don't don't get to like. For you and I, as guys that tour the world, like when when Trump did get voted in, I happened to be on tour. I can't remember where I was w- with the WWE at the time, and all of the Europeans were mortified. Oh, I'm sure mortified. I'm I haven't done many uh, interviews since I've been here for the first time since that went down, mm-hmm. um, because I know they're just going to want to hit me up. Mm-hmm. And historically, I've had no opinion. Now I've got all the opinion. Mm-hmm. And I've gone on the record and said it. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, now I know what's up, and I can actually have a smart conversation with mm-hmm. you know foreign magazines and, and, and publications, but um, I haven't really done many. I'm, I'm expecting it because I know. I said for... for months they're just the world's laughing at us mm-hmm. you know i'm laughing at us more in agony than anything else <laughs> and, and that's like there were people just so scared and terrified and anger like literal anger which i've never seen before in plus you know the uh, statement i put out on my wife's social media because i don't have any um i think i said it was the most polarizing event that i, I ever uh, yeah. remember being a part of mm-hmm. i can see that for, for for the entire world too mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's it's in, in the end, four years from now, will it really matter? I don't know, but for right now, it's just a little bit of scary shit going on, you know? It, yeah, for me to pay attention, it's, there's scary shit going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you're touring now over here, and you said South America. How, how long are you uh, out for this summer? Is it all summer? Is it every summer you guys go out? We're here every summer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the one time I think we skipped it was 2015, and we did um, the last mayhem in the States. And we made a point to stay away from here because we came back in the fall and did a headline run, mm-hmm. which we hadn't done in a while because we're always here doing festivals. And once again, just you guys are very hardworking all the time, always out. And the thing is, now you have the packages, like you mentioned, Behemoth and Lamb of God. What did you think about when, uh, when Mayhem went down? I don't know if I'm happy that I was a part of it or sad that I was a part of it mm. because it was the last one. Right, right, right. Um, and the problem with that particular one was uh, Mayhem used to have like four stages. You know, and, and there were significant bands on the second stage. That one, they had two stages, and were basically putting four-stage talent on the second stage. And they didn't really chop the tickets that much. Mm-hmm. You know, the tickets were too expensive for the package. Um, and it, it just like, I don't know, it, it, it wasn't promoted well, and it was too expensive. That's, it was that's a drag. why it was It's a drag, because both Upper and Mayhem were like a staple, and you could go and get some, you know, good summer touring. Yeah. In. You know, it's going to get repackaged and have another name, and it'll be fresh again. Mm-hmm. It's cool, though. The one thing I like is that now there are so many festivals in the States now. That's oh, just yeah. happened in the last couple of years. It's, you know? it's getting to be like Europe, to where regions have their, mm-hmm. you know, like Carolina Rebellion, um, like that one I saw you at in, in Florida somewhere. Jacksonville, the last yeah. time we talked. Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. Um, yeah, just areas like... Um, why can't I think of any of them right now? Because we're not well, this, playing them this year. Carolina Rebellion, <laughs> Rock Carolina and the Rebellion Range. was awesome. Th- that could be one of my favorite festivals. I was stunned at how that, that crowd responded. Yeah, agreed. And we just played it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Same it's been a thing. couple years for us. Okay, so but it's, it still is good. Like, it was Maybe like, we'll hit it next year. If you look at all the gigs on the roster, and I've had to pick what's your favorite one? That would be circled for sure. Yeah. And it maybe, it's just the, maybe it's the area. I don't know, man. That crowd was just... We went up there thinking it was going to be like a... Like like a festival over here, like a like a pop fest. You know, it happened to be the metal band on the pop fest, but they went f- off the year we played. <laughs> yeah, Couldn't tell you what year it was, but it was badass. Yeah. We, were, we were all like, "Wow, that was awesome." 
How was it for you guys when you go to South Africa or South America? Sorry. We just went there. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Dude, I think Chile was probably the most crazy show I've ever played. Wow. On this on this particular year. And to say like, that, yeah. There was like 14,000. It was our show. Of course, Tom's like King Chile because he's from Chile. <laughs> so they <laughs> come right. out and support their boy, you know? Um, and like, f- there's 14,000 people there. And, you know, of course, they sing the intros. They always do. So they're singing. Um, what the hell did I call that intro? <laughs> singing Delusions of Savior. Uh-huh. They were singing that. They're singing the intro to Repentless. They're singing the chorus. They sang all the way through the show, dude. Are they it singing Signat? Signat? No. <laughs> we didn't play that intro. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And the other day we played Portugal and you know, you do what I do, and you know, you're the wrestler as well, but you do what I do. So this had never happened to me. And in Portugal the lights went down. All our lights went out. And we had just started a song. Mm-hmm. So I go over to my tech because uh, it was just the light board. They blew that fuse. Um, so I went over to my tech just so I can see his little dim light so I could see what I'm playing. And I, I look up and I, I thought some light came back on. All the crowd, not all of them, but most of them, are holding up their phone with a flashlight. That's great. And dude, it was the most surreal thing I've ever been a part of. They're just standing there lighting us. That's so cool. It was intense. It was so awesome. It was cool. And there's pictures of that somewhere, so I got to show you later. Oh, yeah, totally, man. I want to see those. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever rock and wrestling rager at sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st. 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. When you go around to these different places, is there, do you try and just basically eat like American style food, or do you try like the local Chilean delicacy? Well, South America is known for for especially Brazil's like Tarascarias, like Fogo de Chao. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's you know there's you know mom and pop ones down there that are a lot nicer. Um, so like like in an entire South America tour, I'll pick one day where I'll, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Hard Rocks here and there. It's it's consistent, and you know you might get free drinks, you might not. <laughs> <laughs> um, German, I love German food, schnitzel, sausage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually we got a day off in Zurich coming up, and I've already, I already know where we're going. You where know, it's a place called Zughaus Keller. Okay. And in my phone, you know, in my notes, I've got like a page of places where it's good enough to go back. Yeah. Zughaus Keller is one of them. And what are they other? Because we're going to Zurich in a in a couple months. It's just German, dude. Mm. It's, you go in there, it's like an old armory. Right, right, right. Super rad, and so, the food's super awesome. Yeah, it's like I said. It's interesting to me that you can point that out because I mean that you've been to all these places so many times. What's your is there a favorite country that you have you like to go to? To play South mm. America mm. as a, a continent, not a country. It used to be used to be for me. I thought Buenos Aires was it, mm. but this time Santiago kicked them in the teeth. Wow, kicked them in the teeth. Um, place I like to go is Australia. 
Oh, really? Just to oh, visit and hang out? I like the Aussies, man. They're just nice people. Do you do that? Do you go and go on vacation and go over there and hang yeah, out? I, you know, if I do, I'd attach it to front or back of a tour. Yeah, that's the way we I'm are now. There, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to go to South Africa, because I want to actually go to South Africa, but I'd rather get paid to go to South <laughs> Africa, you know? <laughs> You've never played there before? Never. No. After all these years? Hopefully this coming year, I think it's going to happen. You make it happen then? Yeah. When They're you, talking to doing a download down there. I really? Think that's what it's called. Some big festival. I think it's download. Cause there's, there's, oh, maybe it's Sonosphere. Because Sonosphere still exists, though? I don't, I don't fucking know. It's hard to say, man. You just show up and play. I'm the same way. That's my manager's job. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of last-minute things. I, I was, we mentioned Sinyat. I was always... Uh, I call it Sinyat. Like, when I was a kid and my friend bought Hello 8, so we put it on and you hear that. And, um, obviously, backwards message. Does it mean join us? Mm-hmm. Did you like? Did you did you obviously do that on purpose? Like, how did you get that going? The idea, like, did you record it backwards? Because we would sit there with the turntable, you know where that's and from? put it backwards to make it go like join us. You know where that's from? What? Evil Dead. No kidding. Nice, dude. Evil. You watch Evil Dead now, and it's you know it's it's as many chuckles as it laughable, is. laughable. Yeah. But when I was 16, watching that when it came out in the theater, it scared the shit out of me. No, I'll tell you what, dude. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it, it left that mark on me to where I put it on, you know, the top of the second record. Yeah, and it's because it you, but Steven Tyler's walking by right there. Hey, Steven Tyler. <laughs> Who, that chick? Yeah. <laughs> that, that old lady that just walked by. I never met him, Steven Tyler. You know who I saw? I saw, never played with Aerosmith. We played with Aerosmith um, last 2014 at Download, but that's as close as I got to me. I knew it because I saw, I, saw, I saw a dude that I thought was Lars walking by, but it was Ross Halfin. No shit, he dude. Just, I say that all the time. Yeah. He just walked past the window. I was like, well, who's Ross Halfin with? You know, so it was there Steven Tyler. So were you an Aerosmith guy at all when you were a kid? I still am, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 70s, 80s, 80s mm -hmm. Aerosmith type yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, I did see Aerosmith. I saw them when they came back. Okay. Like whatever that big record was. Oh, like vacation, uh, maybe? Uh, yeah, permanent vacation. And they had to get a grip. Uh, the permanent was the big one, though. Dude yeah, looks like I a lady. Him. Yeah. Pump yeah. was the other one with Love and Elevator. I, and I saw that dude looks like a lady tour. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, I just want to mention one more thing about Evil Dead. The grossest part is when the chick's standing there and the hand comes through and stabs her in the heel with the pencil. Yeah. That's like, dude. That one. Yeah, and, and, and just the, the yelling in it, you know, when they die and they get stabbed and the screams just go on for like an inhuman amount of time. <laughs> and just the amount of blood that he's wearing, Bruce, Cam uh, Bruce Campbell, just covered in blood constantly. While we're on that subject, have you seen the TV show? I have not seen it yet. Badass. Is it really? Yeah. It's on my list. To, Ash to check it out. Dead, dude. What else, what else do you watch on TV? We're winding too down. Too much here, shit. Do you, what, are, you an evil, are you a Walking Dead guy? I, you know, I watched the first season, and then the second one came around, and I, I got the, uh, the Blu-ray, and I took it on tour and realized I had no way to play a Blu-ray. <laughs> So I kind of stopped there, and I, 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 I lost it. Is it bad? I took a CD to my car the other day, an old Sabbath CD, and I, I realized I don't even have a CD player in this thing. It's a new car. That's what it is nowadays, right? Yep. So it's all on your phone, and if you can't find like I was wanting to watch the movie the other day, and it wasn't on Netflix, so I just you try and find it on YouTube. And it's like if you can't find it on YouTube, it's like now you just feel like super ripped off. Mm -hmm. Like buy the DVD. It's like there's no DVD to buy. You know what I mean? Like just forget yeah. it, right? Well, I'm a Game of Thrones. Dude. I was gonna say, okay, that's coming back on pretty yeah. soon. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Awesome. What do, you, what do you think the end game of Evil Throne is? Like, what do you think the finale? Like, I don't know. Would we? So here's what I think. Tell me if you agree with this. I think that Jon Snow, he's a bastard, right? Mm -hmm. I think that him and Daenerys 
have the same father, and Jon Snow's also a dragon king, dragon lord, and that the two of them are going to unite and save Westeros and save the, the, the area. Come up with that on your own? I kind of did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you might be right. I could be right, right? Last last season was brutal, dude. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm I'm happy for all the shitty episodes I've gotten through because the, the finale episodes because that was the getting... finale with the White Walkers and the Giants and everything. I can't remember the finale. No, the... it was um, what the hell was it? it? Was something amazing? Oh, Battle I know, the, Battle, Battle of the Battle Bastards, of Bastards yeah. man. That was sick as. F- oh, that could be the best episode ever. Yeah. And how about when the kid was running and the, and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The the guy who the the, the evil dude. And he shoots the arrow. Yeah. And I was like, just zig. I know. Just zig. Yeah. Why are you running straight, you f- dickhead? Forth, you idiot. What's wrong with you? I don't uh, want to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple last questions for you. I just want to ask, do you think there'll ever be any more Big Four shows? I don't. Even though they were such a huge success? Dude, it's 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 wonder. You know, when, when we started doing those, I thought it was going to be really rad for the fans. Mm-hmm. And it, it wound up being really rad for me. As well as the fans, you know, I didn't think it would be that big a deal, but I loved the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Cool being around all the guys, yeah, you know, because us and Metallica, we're we've never been at odds, but we just ran different circles, and mm-hmm. I hadn't seen those guys in probably twenty years. And then you know, to do a handful of shows with them, it was totally fun. Did you guys like hang out backstage and say hey? And Lars, I'd hang out with Lars on days off because he's like the going out guy, and I'm the going out guy. Right, right, right. Um, so we did that. You know, Kirk would be hanging out backstage. I've known Trujillo forever. Mm-hmm. James, I've known James since the '80s, but you know we just we're James not, is we're more not of a quiet guy too, yeah. Yeah, especially especially now. yeah, especially now. Right, right, right. It's funny we should get you, me, and Lars to go because all three of us are the only going out guys in our band. <laughs> well, Holt likes to well, he likes to just stand and Holt vape shit no more. Yeah, he doesn't even smoke. <laughs> yeah, he's got his little, his whatever whatever juicy smoking these days. <laughs> So I got a jacket that's similar to this one over here with all the spikes and studs on it and stuff. Yeah, he and, had it on. Well, yeah, because he was like, that's not metal. That's not metal. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, you're so metal, Holt. You're so metal. Go back later on. He's got the jacket on. Yeah, See? he showed me his picture. Yeah, <laughs> he took a picture of it, too. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Last question. What's your uh, favorite song to play live nowadays? That's a pretty fucking good question. Hmm. We're just starting to get cast the first stone in the set. Mm. So that's going to be new. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fun to play new stuff. Sure it is, right. Um, but, you know, I, I like to play Raining Blood. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to play Hate Worldwide. You know, a little bit of fun, a little bit of technicality. Mm. There's so many. There's so many. I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in a band that I'm a gigantic fan of, you know, so they don't get old for me. The only part that gets old is traveling, you know. Mm-hmm. If I could just be on stage every day in the same place, my life would be perfect. If you could just transport from place to place. Yeah. What do you think about a Slayer Vegas residency? I'm down, man. I got a place in Vegas. You guys could do it, too. I don't know. You don't think, maybe? I think we're too nichey. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, I guess because most of those bands that do that are a little bit more of the Guns N' Roses kiss. I seen Def Leppard. They had a residency of a, a month there, and I went. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I saw recently that you probably wouldn't think I would go see was uh, John Fogarty. Kicked the shit out of it. Wow. He played everything he played except one was Credence. Really? Yeah. Awesome, dude. He sounded great. Just his voice, his guitar playing. Yeah, it's a, it, I never got to see Credence, mm-hmm, you know, and and now I did because he's the voice and he's why you want to see those songs. His son plays guitar. His other son comes out and sings a song. That's cool. He's still um, got the great voice. And Lomenzo's playing bass. <laughs> I didn't know that, so I got there and I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, that motherfucker looks like J-Mo, man. <laughs> yeah. And then he does a little bass solo, and John Fogarty says. 
James Lomenzo. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy he's played in every band. So I, I had a, a lambda to go backstage. I haven't seen folk. I haven't. I actually met Fogarty in the mid 2000s at a studio and I hadn't seen him in a while. And I had my lamb and I was going to go back and say, hey, but um, they were playing at the Win, and Steve Wynn was three rows in front of me mm-hmm. and he shut down backstage. After the show, because he was back there. Oh, Steve did. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not waiting Easy, 45 dude. minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went with some of my friends. We, uh, I know a gigantic, talented sommelier in um, Vegas. And he's like, we got to go to this bar on the other side of the casino. So I'm like, okay, let's go. It must be awesome. We get there. It's bright as fuck. I'm like, this place sucks, dude. <laughs> so we walk back over to a bar that's right by um, the venue at the Wynn. And I saw the entire band. Except Fogarty. Okay. And I saw Lomenzo, and I'm like, yeah, man, I was going to come back and say hey to everybody. But we couldn't get back there, so I met everybody except John because he was doing something else. And we hung out with this another crazy part to that night. This is this is one of the crazy days in my life. So we're <laughs> hanging out with the band, Lomenzo, having drinks at the bar. Bill Cower comes in. Who's Bill Cower? Head coach of the Steelers oh. from the 90s, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And that's, that's and, my, t- and my wife knows his girlfriend. I'm like, oh man, I'm meeting Bill Cower, <laughs> and I got to show you this picture, dude. I got the best picture with Bill Cower you'll ever fucking see. Mm-hmm. And I was just so stoked that he was in there, and the drummer from Fogarty was just talking his ear off. I'm like, I just want to fucking say hi and get a picture, man. Um, so that finally happened. He's like, oh, sorry, I didn't have didn't have time to to hang because this other guy was just talking my ear off, you know. But he was cool as fuck. he was cool as. Fuck. And that was a big day. I met, cool. I met John Gruden like mm-hmm. last year. Because um, you're still a huge football gigantic. guy. Gigantic. Who's your team now? Raiders. Still the Raiders. Gotcha. Well, aren't, they, aren't they leaving? I'm not fair weather, dude. Aren't they, le- they left Oakland. They're going to be in Oakland for at least two years, but they're going to Vegas. Vegas is great. Perfect team. It's perfect for you to go there. I mean, I, I'm sad for Oakland because, you know, I've been to Oakland. God bless Stadium. Oakland, but there's not a, lot of, not a lot to do in Oakland. Dude, I've been there a million times for games. I feel bad for the for the fans, but if they got to go anywhere, I'm glad they went there. And they had just money reasons? They, they won't give them a stadium. Okay. Even in Oakland? Dude, even even the Chargers. No one wants a Chargers in L.A., but yeah. San Diego wouldn't give them a stadium. And that's all it took, And those right? are the two oldest stadiums in the league, I think. And they look like it, too. Oh, yeah. They're if you garbage. Go there. Yeah, they're not good places to play for all, at all. What do you think about Vegas? Because Vegas is getting a, a hockey team, too, now. I got season seats. Do you really? Yeah. I forgot you're a hockey guy. That's It's definitely a secondary sport for me, but mm-hmm. I like it. I just don't watch it on TV like I do football. But you don't live in Vegas now. I got to play some Vegas. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. But the place, the only place I remember is the place we went to where we wore funny hats. <laughs> By when you guys played M15. Yeah. yeah. That, that just that just got sold and it's called something else now, but yeah. It, well, yeah, it was kind You're of You're the only thing. reason I ever went to that place. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's such a dump. It I was a go. dump. It was I a dump. Go. I'm like, Chris is a mile from my house. I have to go. Thank you. That's when we did the tour with Saxon. It was just like some of the places we played were great and some were just dumps. Yeah. And that was one of them. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, M15. Yeah. yeah. Well, my side of the freeway is nice. That side of the freeway is M15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Dude, it's always great to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. I know you got to get... I didn't uh, even know you were here. I, I just heard about this a few days ago. I'm like, well, he's one guy I'll f- make a point to go talk to. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. I'm sure you, and you made this happen. Because I guess we got contacted by your management. And they said, uh, Slayer wants to do it. I'm like, dude, open invite anytime. And they said, well, all they can give you is 15 minutes. I said, well, we could just do it some other time because I like doing 45 minutes or whatever. I got called back a couple days later. Carrie says, wants to do it and wants to give you 45 minutes. And I'm like, 
That's my boy. Hey, man. Yeah, I haven't man. seen you in a while. I know. It's good to just and we, I didn't see you before we did this, so we didn't talk about a bunch nothing. of shit before we got Nothing. I just, I actually saw your tattooed head over there talking to the download chick, and I was like, I'm just going to go. I don't want to bug you during an interview, but. I didn't even know where you were. I, I don't know yeah. where anybody is. You yeah, know, Lane's yeah. guys just came over and said hello before I came over here, but they're gone because they're catching a flight. And that's what, that sucks, man, because it's always cool to, to get on these things and, and realize who is here that you didn't know was going to be here. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, their schedule don't let them hang out for when we play. Right, right, right. Yeah, so everyone's got to go I'm here. I'm going Flames. They're playing direct support to us in Austria. Okay. In like a week, so we'll be hanging. And that's the thing. Like, I wanted to see Steel Panther because they're all my buds, but I had to do press and all this other stuff. So that's why it's good like actually get a chance to sit down and do this with you, you know? Do you watch wrestling at all anymore? Once in a while when yeah. I stumble across it. You see anything interesting nowadays? I saw you on. Oh, yeah? Couldn't tell you. I, you know, I probably saw it. I was probably in South America mm. and flipping channels and it came on. I'm like, all right, I can watch this. I don't need it to be in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's easy to figure out. Yeah, not nothing like I did during the Stone Cold era. That was your guy, right? Well, the, it was just more believable then. You know, as, as unbelievable as it is, mm-hmm. the storylines were more credible, I think. You know, it, it, after after Stone Cold and I would say Triple H, but he's still around sometimes, isn't he? Once in a while, yeah. That, the Undertaker, he fought recently, didn't he? Yeah, he the, the, the rumors. I know he's, he's old as hell. The rumors he's about to retire. He's done. Yeah. I'm but I mean, those, those storylines from that era were more for adults, and it seems like it went kitty right after it that. It did. And I, I lost interest. PG-13. Is that your favorite wrestler of all time, Austin? Probably. Yeah. Cool. I mean, there's better, of course, but mm-hmm. his persona was probably my favorite. His attitude, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The beer truck and <laughs> <laughs> just drinking. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, he was he was he was the slayer of wrestling. There's a quote right there. Yep. Now, no, I don't want to keep you, but why, no, how do you mean that, the slayer of wrestling? Good to me, he was like the badass, the no-nonsense, you know, he is what he is, like it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's not pre-thought out, that's just off the tip of my tongue. Yeah. You know, and that's that, to me, says what I'm about. That's the truth, that's what your band is about yep. to this day. Dude, thanks so much. Yeah, let's have a drink. <laughs> let's do it. All right, thanks to Kerry King. And remember, Slayer is working on a new studio album that Kerry says he hopes to start recording uh, early next year. They also filmed the August 5th show at the Forum in Los Angeles for a possible live DVD release in the future. So lots coming up from Slayer in 2018. Big tour coming up this summer, too. I've been privy to kind of a secret thing. I'm not going to tell you anything more than that. Slayer, always on the rise, uh, always a huge fan base. And thanks to Kerry. Uh, he's actually kind of a sweetheart of a guy. Don't tell anybody. Uh, lots coming from Fozzie and myself as well in 2018 after Judas spent 10 weeks in the top 10 on US Rock Radio. Second single, Painless, will be out in a few weeks. Uh, new video will be out in a few weeks. And in the meantime and in between time, we got the Steel Panther Tour of Europe. I mentioned that earlier, February starting uh, January 28th in Paris. And of course, the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. We set sail October 27th, 2018. $150 holds your cabin. As low as $150 holds your cabin at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. And everything is included in the price, all the food, all the activities, all the live podcasts, stand-up comedy shows, concerts, meet and greets, everything else in between. It's all included in the price of the cabin. You pay for alcohol and gambling. That's it. Food is free. Every meet and greet, every signing. You go take a picture with uh, Jim Ross, it costs you nothing. You go take a picture with the Young Bucks, costs you nothing. You want to go watch uh, the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull and Cody Rhodes, costs you nothing. All right, All that stuff is inclusive when you order and book your cabin. And if you book your cabin by January 15th, you'll get a picture of me with the list. Uh, we've already booked the first 400 cabins, so that Q&A, exclusive Q&A, 
is all sold out, but there's plenty of cabins left. Lots of great stuff to do. Uh, go book it now before January 15th. Remember, you get a picture of me with the list. I'll put you on the list, and you'll be able to come and hang out on the, sh- on the ship with all these incredible guests. Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, uh, SoCal Val, the lovely SoCal Val, our special cruise director, Mick Foley, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ray Mysterio, uh, Killing the Town will be there. Keep It at 100 will be there. Conan, Disco Inferno, Shane Helms, Beyond the Darkness, telling some scary tales. Comedy from Brad Williams, Ron Funches, Jim Brewer. Jim's going to be playing with his band, They're Loud and Rowdy. Uh, Fozzie's going to be playing Top 10 Hit with Judas. Uh, Phil Campbell, The Bastard Son, straight from Motorhead right onto my boat. King, The Dives featuring Evan Stanley. The Dave Spivak Project. Spiwi, you've heard him in his music right here in Talk is Jericho. Check out his new video, Get Out of My House, on YouTube right now. The Darlings of Rock and Roll, The Cherry Bombs. Shoot to Thrill, the world's greatest ACDC cover band. Blizzard of Ozzy, the world's best Ozzy cover band. And of course, Ring of Honor, presenting the Sea of Honor uh, tournament aboard the ship. Matches happening in the middle of the ocean on board the ship. And the winner of the Sea of Honor tournament gets a Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship shot in the future. The Young Bucks, the villain Marty Skrull, the American Nightmare Cody, uh, Cody's wife Brandy Rhodes, the Briscoe Brothers, Dalton Castle. Uh, so many more to be announced uh, over the next few weeks. It's going to be some huge, huge stuff. And don't forget, once again, Alpha vs. Omega, January 4th, the Tokyo Dome, Chris Jericho versus Kevin Omega, double main event along with Okada and Naito. Although, let's be honest, <laughs> who's the real main event after this week? You know it is. Subscribe to New Japan World to see it, 9 99 to check out this match. Monumental, once in a lifetime. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to the Killer Talk is Jericho sponsors and all of you for supporting them. Chris, uh, ddpyoga.com. Go to ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. Take advantage of DDP's big holiday sale, 30% off the DDPY DVDs, the app, and all related match. Great Christmas present for your loved one that needs to get a little bit better physical shape. Uh, True Car, you save money and time and uh, peace of mind by buying a new car. Go check that out. Thank you for listening. Keep listening for the 60-second AP News headlines coming up next. And coming up on Friday, it's the return of Team Tiger Awesome discussing The Last Jedi. We're going to be doing Star Wars something or other right here on Talk is Jericho. Uh, had a few drink skis on this one, so um, I kind of don't remember much about what happened. But I'm sure we have a lot of laughs, as always. Uh, Monday, Truly, and Clint will be here to talk all things about The Last Jedi, the new Star Wars movie. I don't think I knew anything about it, uh, as usual. But it's a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. So we'll see you then in the meantime and in between time. Stay hard, stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs. And the big, yeah, boy. Slayer, 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 Slayer.